An entitled Karen gets thrown out of the store I work in because she refused to put on a mask no matter what, stating that she was exempt from having to wear one, demanding that we bend the rules to her specifically. But after she gets kicked out of the store for being an absolute nuisance and refusing to follow the rules, she calls us back and threatens to sue us. And I am honestly blown away by the level of entitlement that this lady exhibited. Here's what happened. So this story was from back when the sickness was at its peak. I will first preface this with an explanation of the laws here, as laws change in different locations, and I want to avoid people making assumptions on what is or isn't correct for the laws where I live. When it comes to where I live, when masks are mandatory, you can get a fine for not wearing one when you're supposed to. Some people are exempt, but that exemption just means that the police can't fine you for not wearing a mask. And this exemption is also just a verbal thing. The government doesn't issue certificates or even a license or anything else stating that you have an exemption. You can just say, hey, I've got an exemption and that's that. A police officer can't fine you. In the rare case that they still fine you, you can fight the fine. Then it becomes an issue of proving the exemption. But as long as it's valid, it's not a battle. The fine will be instantly revoked. However, it should be noted that private businesses here can refuse service to anyone for any reason, which then leads to the entitled Karen of this story. So here we go. The owner of the shop I work at happened to be in that day. He had a newborn son, roughly a month old, so he was very protective and enforced the mask restrictions to the extent that he could. And that's about when the entitled Karen walks in without a mask. He politely asked her to wear a mask, but she refused. If you're not going to wear one, I'm going to have to ask you to leave since you're not complying with our regulations. And that sent her over the edge. I don't have to wear a mask. I have an exemption. She shouts this out as she pulls out a piece of paper. As mentioned, no government body here issues any kind of paperwork that says that a person doesn't need to wear a mask. You either have one or you don't. It's all verbal. For example, you don't get a certificate just to prove that you have asthma or whatever. It's ridiculous and this Karen honestly thought that her fake printout would fool anyone. Even if the government did issue physical exemption notices, they definitely wouldn't print them on plain paper. At the very least, it would at least be laminated. The owner didn't mention the mangled paper that she pulled out from her handbag. He just reiterated that she had to leave. He mentioned his newborn baby, explained that having an exemption doesn't make you immune, and that she can still spread the virus. After a couple more back and forths, she eventually just left in a huff. And I was lucky enough to witness the whole thing, and I thought it was hilarious. But my luck ran out, as the entitled Karen called back that very afternoon, and I was the unlucky human that picked up the phone. I'll break down the conversation as efficiently as I can. I answer the phone, and she says, Hi, I was in today when I was rudely kicked out of the store for not wearing a mask, despite having an exemption. Unless you sell me what I came in for at a steep discount, I'm gonna sue you. I cut her off there, and I said, let me stop you right there. I witnessed the whole thing, and you have no grounds for a lawsuit. Firstly, your fake piece of paper doesn't mean anything. Secondly, as a private business, we have the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason, even if you did have an exemption. That only protects you from getting fined, and we are well within our rights to refuse you service. And before I could continue, she starts screaming about how she has a right to shop anywhere she wants, screaming for me to stop explaining what I'm saying, and that she shouldn't have to wear a mask. After listening to this go on and on, I just slammed the phone into the receiver as hard as I can about three times. I wasn't going to get into a screaming match with this entitled Karen. I look up from my desk, though, and I see the owner staring at me. I explained to him that it was the same lady from the store earlier, and he completely understood. Then, at that moment, she rang back up again. 
10. We have caller ID and I recognized the number immediately. So I picked it up and said, are you ready to calm down? She responded by saying, you're extremely rude and I demand to speak with a manager. I responded by saying, I am the manager. She was stunned in silence for a second. I then said, you could speak to the owner if you want, to which she promptly said that she did. At that point, I realized that she had no clue that she spoke to the owner in the store that morning. So I passed the phone to him and he had a chat with her. I was hoping he would have some fun with her, but I suppose he was just more mature than I am. I won't get into what they spoke about because I only heard what he had to say, but it ended up with him saying, I won't stop you from leaving a negative review online, but we are a small business and that stuff really can affect us. So I really hope you could reconsider. At the end of the day, though, it was all empty words on this entitled Karen's part because she never did sue us. And in the end, she never did leave that negative review. And hopefully she just never comes back ever again. What an absolute psychopath. Talk about being incredibly entitled and acting as if the rules don't apply to you. Like seriously, if you go into a store and they're asking you to wear a mask, that you definitely need to wear one. And this is especially important since this story happened during the peak of the pandemic. I mean, is it really that hard to put on a mask and follow the rules? Some people really are convinced that the world just revolves around them. And that's unfortunate because that level of entitlement really will get you absolutely nowhere. So hopefully this entitled Karen learned her lesson that no, she can't just demand to get whatever she wants and expect people to bend to her will, especially if she's going to be that rude and disturbing. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My boyfriend still lives at home with his parents at the age of 40, and I honestly don't know what to think of it, and I don't know if this is a breaking point for our relationship. So I am dating a guy who just turned 40 years old. We get along great and have been together for around a year and a half. It's kind of hit me that it feels a bit strange that he lives at home with his parents, as well as his younger brother. I'd understand if he was somebody who was looking after his parents or something like that, but the rest of his siblings are either married with kids, and I think they have their own home too, or they are in their early 20s, so I suppose it doesn't seem as bad for them to live at home. My boyfriend also can't cook. He can't use the washer, so I'm assuming his mother cooks, cleans, does his washing all for him. I know this because he'll say things like, uh, I'm gonna see what's been made at home for dinner, and stuff like that. When getting to know him a year ago, he'd talk about living at home, but I thought maybe it was just him and his parents, and he takes care of them or something like that. Not that his brothers live there as well, and sometimes his nephews, and also that my boyfriend doesn't have any lifestyle skills, even though he has a secure job and makes enough money to not depend on anybody else. It is a bit of a turnoff, to be completely honest, of how he really is not that independent. He has also shown his immaturity as well, and this comes out when we have a debate, and he absolutely won't change his mind or even apologize if he's done something wrong, but I'm guessing it's due to his age and the fact that he's had that mentality for so long. I really am not sure that anything would make him change it. I don't know if I'm overthinking, but I feel like he is dependent on living with his parents and that he might be too afraid to live on his own or something like that. There has been times where he wouldn't want to stay at my house because he doesn't want to walk into my house the next day or go out too late that night in case they think that he's been somewhere. I mean, he is a 40-year-old man and it's not like they don't let him out or anything like that. It just comes down to the fact that he doesn't want to do that. So I find that part very strange. Like, 
let's say he comes over to my place. We'd watch movies, we'd spend some time together, maybe like one to two hours, and then he would leave because he needs to get home for literally no other reason a majority of the time. Like he just doesn't have a solid reason why he doesn't want to stay out later. I feel like he thinks he's a man's man because he works out, makes good money, but he genuinely doesn't have any skills or goals or other things to show for it. As in, he's too stuck in his ways and acts like he's somebody that doesn't need to have goals. And he does this in such an arrogant way, talking like he is better than everybody else without really saying it. Maybe I'm overreacting here, but it honestly feels very strange that he's still living at home, and I honestly don't know what to think of this situation. Butcher Box is 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, all humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. And all of that delivered straight to your door with free shipping always. Imagine always having high quality cuts in your freezer ready to go with no trips to the grocery store or planning out availability and knowing that it's food you can trust. There are curated to customized box plans at incredible value. Saving money at a grocery store is getting more and more difficult, especially when you're trying to get consistently high quality meat. Sign up at butcherbox.com jerk and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash jerk and use code jerk to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. I definitely see where the original poster is coming from. This guy is 40 years old and he still lives with his parents. And I think the original poster has it right. It really would be different if there was some kind of extenuating circumstance surrounding around why he was still living at home. But it seems like he's very dependent on living with them to some degree and he really just enjoys the security of having somebody at home or maybe something along those lines. I don't know. It definitely seems like a weird situation in general. He has a stable job and he's got the money to live on his own and basically do whatever he wants and yet he still lives at home and seems so dependent on his parents. So it does make sense in my opinion that you would be worried and concerned about this aspect of his life. Also the way he acts and how immature he can be when it comes to like debates or arguments of some kind in my opinion is kind of a red flag, if you will. Like, how does he not have the emotional maturity to at least admit when he's wrong or to apologize when he makes a mistake? Like, is it really that hard to say, I'm sorry and I'm gonna do better? Especially when there's something legitimate that you did that's really wrong? Either way, it really does sound like the original poster is trying to find the best fit for some kind of future spouse. And if this guy still lives at home at the age of 40 and comes off as being incredibly emotionally immature, then I think some work really needs to be done. If you ever see this as an extended relationship. My mother-in-law is angry at my kids that they ate some of her groceries. And despite correcting her and putting her in her place, she decided to still be nasty with me and slam the doors and yell at my kids. And now I honestly don't know what to do. So I have three kids, ages 12, 8, and 4 years old. They are good, healthy children that do well in school. They also love their paternal grandma very much. My mother-in-law came down this month to spend the holidays with the family. She lives far away, so we don't see her often. We have a big home, so I sat her up in a nice room in the house. Shortly after she arrived, she offered me her food card. I declined several times as my family doesn't need assistance with food. I instead thought that she should just keep it. However, she insisted and said she wanted to buy treats for the kids and that it was Christmas for all, as she puts it. Fast forward to last weekend and I came home from work. The kids all rushed me and asked if they could have a family movie night and watch Home Alone and drinks 
some hot chocolate. I thought it was a great idea, and so I agreed. So I told them to start making their drinks while I changed clothes. In the other room, I overheard my grandma come into the room and start scolding them. She said, I knew you would all do this. You've really started something, you know that? I'm never gonna buy hot chocolate again. When I heard that, I was shocked. So I came out of my room and I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I will replace it in the morning. After I said that, she just rolled her eyes and went into her room. The next morning, I went to the grocery store before work and bought a bunch of snacks and replaced her hot chocolate that my kids had drinken. I then instructed my children to only eat what I bought and then went to work. Around lunchtime, I started getting text messages from my kids telling me that their grandma wouldn't let them eat the food. They told me that they let her know that I bought them food, but she replied by saying that no, I actually only bought it with her food card. She went further to tell them that they act like they have to eat all the time, which is really inappropriate. At this point, I called her and let her know that I did not use her food card and that if she didn't want the kids to eat what she had bought, then she should bring it into her room and also not buy them any more food. After I said that, she just straight up hung up on me. Afterwards, I started getting messages from my kids that they were scared and that their grandma was slamming doors and yelling that she is never coming back to our house again. The kids were crying at this point and scared of what their grandma would do. I had my husband call his mother and I don't know what was said, but when I got home, she wouldn't even look at me, let alone speak to me in the first place. I honestly want her to go home. I'd even buy her the ticket. I don't trust her around my kids while I'm at work and she is the one that chose to take this issue about food out on the children without even having spoken a word to me about it. I'm not sure if I would have even discovered it if I didn't accidentally hear her yelling at my kids. My husband wants me to just let it go, but I feel like something is very wrong with this situation. The way this mother-in-law was acting in this situation is incredibly inappropriate. If you're a guest at somebody's house, you need to abide by their rules and be on your best behavior. I don't care how old you are. It's so inappropriate to start yelling at other people's kids, especially when they are blatantly not touching your stuff. It'd be different if they were going through all of your things and causing a lot of chaos at your expense. Then, in that case, I really would understand you getting on their case and saying, hey, you need to cut it out and stop touching my food. But in this regard, that just wasn't what was happening. And if anything, this weird grandma was just having some kind of power trip. And thankfully, the mom was there to try and put her in her place. And I'm honestly with the original poster in that situation. If you're going to go around yelling at my kids and slamming doors, all because you're upset that I put you in your place, then I think you've got to go. So if I was in your shoes, I would be looking at local hotels she can kick it at. That way she can enjoy as much of her food as she wants, and she won't have any excuse to try and yell at your kids. Today, I messed up by hugging and kissing a girl that I only just met that night, and I later found out that that girl is actually my best friend's girlfriend, and I had no idea. And now, everyone is furious with me, and I honestly don't know what to do. So to start things off, I'm from Argentina, and yesterday, my country won the World Cup, and there were obviously lots of celebrations. At night, I went to a small party with some friends. One of my friends invited his new girlfriend and her friends, and I didn't know any of them. When the girls arrived, I saw my friend start a conversation with one of them, and I didn't see him with any of the others, so I assumed that was his girlfriend. The night developed, and we got to play beer pong. We were having lots of fun, and I got a little drunk, but nothing out of the ordinary. 
On my side of the table, I was playing alongside two of the girls, none of which were the one I thought was my friend's girlfriend. It felt to me like we all got confident with one another while we were playing. One of the girls stood right next to me shoulder to shoulder, and both of us were making jokes and snarky remarks to one another, and I really thought she was into me. At least that is what I felt at the moment. I guess I must have really gotten confused. Meanwhile, my friend, the one with the girlfriend, tried to get to play on our team, but the girls and I didn't let him play at first and made some jokes just to try and annoy him. But in the end, we let him play. He got in between me and the girl, and I didn't think too much about it. The game went on until the opposing team had only one glass left. The girl I thought was into me scored the game-winning ball. And this is where the really stupid part comes in, and this is exactly where I messed up. In celebration, I hugged her and kissed her on the cheek. I had just met this girl, and as I'm writing this, I can't stop thinking how on earth I could have been so out of place. That's not like me at all. It would be easy to blame the alcohol, but I wasn't so drunk. All I can say is that I'm a complete idiot. Luckily, the girl didn't take it badly. I guess she must have thought it was weird, but didn't really say anything about it. At the time, I just didn't pay much attention to the whole thing, and I honestly just forgot about it. After that, we chatted and played some other dumb party games, but nothing else of note really happened. I got back home kind of early, and my best friend gave me a ride home. He is not the friend with a girlfriend, mind you. On the ride back, he told me I should be more careful, and that the girl I kissed was my friend's girlfriend. Apparently, he had told the guys he was mad at me for how I behaved. His anger is totally justified, of course. I immediately texted him and told him that I got confused, and I didn't know that she was his girlfriend. He texted back later and told me that he wasn't going to forgive me. Then he blocked me on every social media that we have. Today, I got word from my best friend that everyone is still mad with me. These guys were my only friends. I only chose to go to this party because I felt like I was drifting away from them and I didn't want that to happen. Instead, I made everyone mad by kissing my friend's girlfriend. I messed up by getting all my friends angry with me and I honestly don't know how I'm going to recover from this one. This situation really sucks. You were clearly under the influence and you made a terrible decision. You thought the girl standing next to you was just some single lady that didn't have any kind of boyfriend to account for and unfortunately you made the bad decision of kissing her on the cheek after she won the game winning ball in beer pong mind you. Like even at its best that's really not the time to start kissing people on the cheek especially when you really don't know them in the first place. I think I could win the lottery and I still wouldn't start kissing people on the cheek. So I think that's just a bit of an overreaction to be completely honest but it's not an overreaction for the boyfriend to be upset about you. The best thing you really can do is just wait for the dust to settle. They are clearly upset about this in the moment, obviously, but I think if you just give it time, maybe things can settle down and you can have some kind of friendship once again. It's also a little strange that your best friend didn't introduce you to his girlfriend. Like, don't you think that would be important for him to do? But either way, hopefully this all works out for you because this honestly seems like an innocent mistake and hopefully this doesn't completely ruin your friendships since it sounds like you guys go really far back. Today, I messed up by not knowing that deleting a dating app does not delete your profile and now I'm in trouble with a girl I just started dating who thinks I'm still shopping around while we are still getting to know each other. Here's what happened. So I lucked out and I met a smoking hot, super cool heavy metal girl with gorgeous tattoos through a dating app. She is totally my thing, but I was always intimidated by women like that. She is kind of out of my league, especially since I have a kid from a previous marriage. However, my text message game has been strong, even if my in real life game is quite weak. And this is especially 
especially after being married for almost 13 years. I've got a pretty good face, and she thinks I'm awkward but still kind of cute. So we meet once for what the young people call a vibe check, and I think, well, that's that. She's probably gonna ghost me now. My ego is trashed after my divorce, despite it being a year ago and one rebound later, so I have no confidence left inside me. However, the flesh and spirit are still willing in the face of failure, so I still have my apps up, and I fiddle with my dating profile a bit over the next day, thinking maybe I'll do better with the next woman that I date. However, out of the blue, she says that the vibes are good, and then in utter surprise, she says that she wants to hang out with me a lot more. I'm basically like, absolutely. And so as a result, I deleted these applications before our second meeting, thinking that it might be handy to not have these dating apps on my phone. It might be premature, sure, but I was enthusiastic. Fast forward a bit, and after a few weeks, she says she deleted her apps and disabled her profiles. And I say, uh, I did the same. I deleted them. So, at a friend's work Christmas party, people keep asking what I look like and what I do. Now, we are friends on Facebook, but those pictures are heavily curated to show me with my daughter or me in a well-dressed and buttoned-down scenario. I guess she wanted the spicier photos with good angles, not me giving swim instructions to a four-year-old. So she re-downloads the dating app and re-enables her profile, assuming my stuff is still in her messages. And then, boom, not only is my profile still on there, but I had updated the pictures just after our first meeting. Also, mind you, it's about three in the morning, and she's had one too many, and that's about when my phone goes off. I wake up to her saying, so, you updated your profile after we met, and after you said it was deleted? Whatever, dude, I guess it's okay. And at this point, I'm just confused. I immediately googled why my dating app profile is still there, even after I deleted it. And yeah, you guessed it. This is a massive fail on my end. And I very quickly found out that just because I deleted the application, it didn't mean that I had taken down my profile. And this wasn't just the dating app that I met this girl on. Literally all the dating apps that I had been on were all still up. So now I'm sitting here sleepless, having done as much damage control as possible with a girl of my dreams who thinks I'm a serial dater at worst or a straight up lurker at best. I'm pretty sure she probably blasted me to her friends, which I was hoping to meet very soon. So yeah, I messed up pretty bad and I think I screwed this one up beyond repair. Yeah, that definitely really sucks. You finally get with a woman that you're absolutely in love with and that you really connect with in some kind of way only for her to get the wrong impression from you pretty much from the get-go. And that really sucks because you finally met someone that you really do like and it's all probably going to go up in smoke right before your eyes. So I think maybe explaining to her what happened and saying, hey, it's not what you think. This is all a misunderstanding and this is why this is still up. Something to that extent might be able to save this situation, but I gotta be honest, it's not looking good. And you're right, she most definitely blasted you to all of her friends. And there's a good chance that she probably is making fun of you behind your back. So hopefully she'll understand where you're coming from. But honestly, if she doesn't understand where you're coming from, then this is probably someone you didn't really want to date in the first place. So hopefully overall this all works out. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.